Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with a rhino in the Super Talk studios, kicking off your Thanksgiving week with facts, fodder, and a fine music morning. Rhino. Howdy, howdy. Your weekend? Not too bad. Had a nice, long Saturday filled with Formula One racing, college football, and the thousandth episode of my favorite TV show. Which is? One Piece. What the heck is that? It's a story about a group of found family, a pirate crew, fighting against an oppressive world government. Oppressive. <laughs> they just gotcha. want to be as free as they can be. <laughs> I love it. Well, we have to start out, I think, this morning talking about this tragedy in Waukesha, Wisconsin. It's so painful to see something so innocent devolve into melee. It's just painful. That should not happen in this country. It hurts a lot. So it appears that a... I don't know if it's a person of interest anymore, is it? It's whomever is in custody. Man being questioned, I think, is how it is being defined. It is still considered a person of interest. I'm not sure what the legal standard is but that separates person of interest to... Uh, I, I guess that's before they're arrested for something, right? They're just a person of interest, suspect. But it appears this individual has an extensive criminal history. You seeing that? At least five dead, dozens more injured as an SUV plowed through the crowd at a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin, which, by the way, is somewhat of a suburb of Milwaukee. Uh, been there many times. Had, had a, uh, a business interest there. And it's just sad to see this happen again to innocent people enjoying a Christmas parade. I It's ridiculous. And, of course, I haven't seen anything yet that has politicized this deal, and I certainly hope that's not the case. Have you yet, Rhino, seen any sort of... 
political? I saw individuals usually first name, last name, bunch of numbers, or silly joke, bunch of numbers on social media like Twitter trying to make political jokes out of it. But I haven't seen anybody in any official capacity making political hay, thank goodness. Political jokes. So the person of interest... Oh, yeah. Within five, ten minutes of it, there was a whole section of Twitter saying, I bet it's Kyle. You got Talking about kidding. Kyle Rittenhouse. Most of those people had pronouns in their bio, so you can tell which way they leaned. Ah, the old pronoun people. Of course. So it's Daryl Brooks is the person of interests. Interest, excuse me. And... 39-year-old, long-time felon, killed five, injuring, now they're saying at least 40, the latest data. You seeing that? Latest yeah, data. when you when you have any event like this where it's what they call a mass casualty event, the, the numbers that come out initially are usually inflated. And when I saw, when I first saw it and it was hitting all the news and it was saying 40, 50, 60 people. Yeah. I was hoping that was just an exaggeration and, and overcounting, but no, it seems like it was pretty dead on. Hmm. So this uh, Daryl Brooks character has quite the rap sheet and some pending cases is what's being reported. Most recent court appearance occurred on November the 5th, just a couple of weeks ago, and that was for charges that included reckless endangerment, battery, domestic abuse, resisting arrest, and bail jumping was out on $1,000 bail for those charges. At the time of this incident yesterday, 39 years old, what possesses a person to do this? Now, there's some speculation I've seen that he was fleeing a knife fight? Yeah, I haven't been able to nail that down officially from the uh, the local police, but there have been reports from people with connections to the city and to the police department saying sources say that the uh, the perpetrator was fleeing a knife attack, okay, or a knife crime of some sort. Oh gosh, well. We'll pass on more details as uh, we receive them and we learn more about this situation. It is – it kept me up last night, honestly. I'll just be honest. Yeah, uh, after I spent about an hour and a half of going through and doing as much research as I could stomach, watching the videos and all that, uh, I had to just zone out and play video games for a couple of hours before I went to bed just so I wouldn't dream about it. And I still tossed and turned all night. I just, you know, Christmas parades, they're for the young and for the young at heart. And, gosh, they they need their innocence. That's how they develop into productive, functioning adults. Gosh, can't we just let children be innocent children? I go back to something that I found rather profound after the Boston bombing, being on the air after that. Somebody texted in, I don't remember who it was, but thank you for it because it's helped in most of these crises that we've seen. The words of Mr. Rogers, look for the helpers. 
when something happens, you see this mass of people running away. But pay attention and look for the people running into danger. That's good. Look for the people stopping what they're doing, dropping what they're doing, and helping complete strangers in a time of need. Pay attention to that, and you you feel less helpless about the situation because you see that there is humanity still left in people. I think that's good advice from Mr. Rogers. And I think what that shows is that you got one maggot here, and we should not let that one deranged subhuman individual drag the rest of society and humanity down. I, I still positively, optimistically believe that the vast majority of people in this country are just good people. I don't care what the left says about it. They, they I guess, derive power out of framing the country as evil and wicked and irredeemable just to go down the list. We got some sound later we'll play as well from some fool that is uh, on a rant about Thanksgiving and our mis our misconceptions about Thanksgiving. It's does it even matter? I mean can't can't we just celebrate it as a positive and do what you're supposed to do. Enjoy your family. The day off. Give thanks. Is that so wrong? But this individual was on, I think, MSNBC and just on a tirade about um, wanting to know when we were going to uh, provide reparations to indigenous peoples and give them their land back and all that sort of stuff. It's, I don't know. I just say again that there's there's value and positivity in thanks in something that is productive as opposed to just ripping apart. It just seems like what we get mostly out of the left is just tear down, rip apart, dismantle, deconstruct, eye poke. Kind of sick of it. And of course, so much other stuff going on. We got the Rittenhouse verdict, which occurred while we were broadcasting the program Friday, and Rhino was good enough to plug us into the live stream there, and we heard the the uh, the jury call out the verdict. And it was incredible. But, of course, I don't think it's... <laughs> I don't think it's a surprise the left melts down and continues to describe him as a white supremacist and all white people that are conservatives that own guns in this country are just vigilantes looking for an excuse to go out and shoot people. That's the message from the wacko left. Folks, it is Egg Bowl week in Mississippi. Ole Miss travels to Starkville to take on Mississippi State in what should be a great game Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. Into that, we've got Brian Haydad, the co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi, joining us next on the program. And then Pepper Crutcher, an attorney at Bosch and Bingham, is going to give us an update on the OSHA rules and vaccine mandates. That's all today on Middays. We'll be right back.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day. Sunny skies, high near 62. Tonight, clear and cold, low around 34. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 61. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 39. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 67. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Come shop The Rogue, one of the South's oldest men's specialty stores for all your Christmas needs. Starting November 19th, spend $100 and receive a char pecan pie through November 24th. Perfect for Thanksgiving. With every purchase, you are registered for a $100 daily gift certificate giveaway, as well as our $1,000 gift card winner announced Christmas Eve. Enjoy complimentary gift wrapping for every purchase and plenty to choose from with inventory at season highs. Shop local. Shop The Rogue. Mescali Furniture, homegrown and locally owned since 1978. We're committed to this community where our team members live and our customers are neighbors. It's also where a lot of our furniture is made. We carry more brands made in our state than any other retailer in the southeast. Look for the Made in Mississippi tags throughout our store. You'll find quality products that support local Mississippi companies. At Mescali's, we look forward to furnishing happiness for many years to come. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business, but our family of restaurants want to say to you, thank you. From Salmon Lucas Jackson, thank you. Thank you. For always coming back. Thank you from all of us at Bravo. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. From Bravo Street Bakery, we thank you. Thank you for your support. Another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and 10% we give to charity. You can buy them at the restaurants or online, 3in1giftcard.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi is back with you on this monday thanksgiving week and that means it is time for the egg bowl and that's why we got brian haydad 
the uh, honorary mayor of Starkville. Oh, no, the co-host of Sports Talk Mississippi. Uh, I stay out of politics, as you know, Gerard. Local, national, or otherwise. Uh, that likely will result in a much happier and saner life, honestly. Oh, gosh. But somebody got to do it, as they say. All right. Now, it is my understanding that uh, you are... Uh, an expert on the history of the Egg Bowl, having attended, I don't know, 100 to 150 of them or something like that. <laughs> I'm a couple behind David Murray <laughs> and Chuck Roundsville. Exactly. <laughs> Over there at Ole Miss. So uh, we got a big one coming up this Thursday, and it looks like the weather might uh, bring us some showers. Yeah. But we're not uh, unaccustomed to that in Egg Bowls at all. Well, I mean, it's it's always cold, so you know that, that that's that's the first thing. So I expect that, but a, a little rain. You know, there's some some forecasts that look like it's going to clear out by game time. Yeah, some that look like it might just be you know a light rain. Uh, I'll be interested to see how that affects Mississippi State throwing the ball as much. They haven't had a game in the rain all yeah. year. Been lucky on on that front. So, uh, but we'll see. Like you said, bad weather in the Egg Bowl goes together like turkey and dressing. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so I'll start. I remember, speaking of weather, one that was held in Oxford, 2000, I believe, the year 2000, the punter, Prentice Cole, Mm from Mississippi State, bobbled a snap. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Yeah, I think Ole Miss recovered it, uh, like on the 8 or 10-yard line or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And he goes to the sideline where then-coach Jackie Sherrill proceeds to have a little sales meeting with him. <laughs> they had a word, yeah. <laughs> and that was, uh, it seems like that was the highlight reel for the next uh, 24 yeah, hours for, on the sports for, cycle. Yeah. Uh, I bring that up because years ago, Prentice, he, he uh, became a, uh, like a physical therapist, and actually a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to do training with him. And there you go. thought the world of him, as a matter of fact. I said, what did Coach Cheryl say to you? He said, to this day, I have no idea. <laughs> he was just pulling on him and yelling at him. But uh, anyhow, this one's setting up, Brian, to be what should be a competitive game, at least on paper. Mm-hmm. And what is kind of fun about this is both teams are really good and ranked. That yeah, doesn't happen I- very often. It's a competitive game, and it's a compelling game. Yeah. you got a little bit of both. Uh, both teams are ranked, like you said. I, I expect Ole Miss, when they release the college football uh, playoff role tomorrow, to probably go into the top ten. Um, because, you know, with the losses at Michigan State, Wake Forest, yeah. uh, Oregon had, there's going to be some shuffling. Uh, State, I, I don't see a whole lot of movement for Maybe they might be 23rd, 22nd, something like that at best. But, you know, still ranked. Yeah. And, uh Two good teams. They're both playing good football right now. Uh, State offensively is clicking on all cylinders. Will yeah. Rogers has just become a, a stat machine. Uh, and then defensively for Ole Miss, they're playing about as well as they've played in the last five or six years. Lead the country in sacks. Uh, and then you have Matt Corral, who's who had a fantastic season. And the Ole Miss running game looks like it's really turning into form. And if, we, if it's going to rain, that's a good thing because, you know, Ely and Parrish and Connor are backs that can eat up yards. So there's a lot of, of great storylines in this game, a lot of great players in this game. It should be one of the better Egg Bowls we've had in recent memory. And uh, potentially much on the line for the winner. 
right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's also uh, different as well. Sometimes I remember, it seems, Brian, where it's, okay, the winner is bowl eligible, yeah, but both. Well, are, uh, well that's out the window now. We're looking. For there's some years, bigger. Gerard, where the winner got the trophy, and that was it. <laughs> that was the bowl. <laughs> that was the bowl. What bowl did you go to? The Egg Bowl. Uh, yeah, this year, I mean, for Ole Miss, a win in this game probably puts Ole Miss into the Peach Bowl, uh, which will be a fantastic game to go to uh, over there in Atlanta. Uh, probably matched up with another top ten team will be be very good. Yeah, uh, a, a, a loss for the Rebels. Maybe they're in the Outback Bowl again, the Gator Bowl. So they're still in Florida, though, I would yeah. think. Yeah. Um, for State, a win probably has them in a Florida Bowl as well, Outback Gator. Poss- Citrus would be interesting because the Citrus is probably going to choose between four teams, Ole Miss, State, Kentucky, and hmm. Texas A&M. Okay. Well, if State wins the Egg Bowl, they would have the head-to-head win over all, four of, all three of those teams. So I don't know how that would play out in the end. But somebody's going to a good bowl game. State loses, they're probably going to go to the Texas Bowl. That's my prediction to go out to Houston. Yeah. But the winner. But you're right about one thing. Like, there's no there's no worries about bowl eligibility. We know everybody's going to one at least. Yeah. Which again, in years past, we could not say. So what's the present line? <laughs> it depends where you look. I, I saw <laughs> I saw Ole Miss favorite, and I've seen Mississippi State favorite. I think Ole Miss is a two point favorite. That'll probably by kickoff be down to a pick'em. Yeah, I would think so. With yeah. the, and I don't know that home field advantage is a thing in this deal or not anymore. Your thoughts about that? Well, I mean, Ole Miss got the win last year, but the previous uh, what three had been or previous four had gone to the road team. Right. We had a stretch in the '90s. I want to say with '94 through '98, where the road team won every game. Um, so there have been some years there where it hasn't mattered, but then you had a stretch like what ninety nine to oh oh nine, where the home team home won. team yeah. So I think this is going to be a big crowd. Mississippi State fans are excited. I expect Ole Miss to bring a lot of fans as well. I don't think the weather will affect the crowd very much. So we'll see if home field has an advantage, and if it does, that's that's a plus for Mississippi State. So you got uh, you got a pick at this point, a prognostication of the outcome. I think State's going to win. Now, maybe that's just me being an old biased bulldog, and your, your listeners can have at me for that one. But but I just feel like State is clicking on all cylinders right now. I feel like Will Rogers is, is just he's playing at a really high level, and I think that Ole Miss defensively, State can neutralize their pass rush a little bit. Their offensive line has been very good this year. We just released the uh, news that Charles Cross – uh, won the uh, 2021 Hall Trophy as the top offensive lineman in the state. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what Ole Miss likes to do. They like get you in second and 16, second and 18 with sacks. I think State can neutralize that and can just move the football on the Rebels. Yeah, and, you know, I, honestly, watching the Vanderbilt game, which I thought was a rather sluggish performance Saturday, it, do you think there's any truth to the to the concept that maybe they didn't want to show everything this late in the season? I heard some of I, that. I would I would agree with that, Gerard. If you know, two weeks ago they were they were sluggish against Liberty. Yeah, and you know, basically since the Tennessee game, since Corral injured his ankle and hasn't been as much of a running threat, they just haven't been as Agreed. good offensively. Agree. So I, I I'm sure that some of that had happened, and the Mississippi State's the same thing, right? I mean, what are they going to show against Tennessee State? Yeah. yeah. But Ole Miss this year, the, the offense in the second half of the season has not been as good, and in the second half. Of games, it's been really bad. They're only getting seven points a game right now yeah. in the second half. So if State takes a lead into the locker room, 
It's going to be tough for the Rebels to come back. I agree with you. All right, so you got any particular notable Egg Bowl memories you'd like to share? Oh, man. How long? I know you got I, a I, bunch, I, but... I need a second segment, Gerard. Um, <laughs> 96, State wins 17 nothing in Oxford, sacks uh, Ole Miss quarterbacks nine times. That was yeah. my 21st birthday as well. Uh, so I got, you know, I had some adult beverages in Oxford legally for the first time. Yeah. Um, 98, again in Oxford, winning the SEC West and uh, having a sip of champagne under the Arch of Champions there in the Grove. Uh, 99, the great comeback and, and the kick in the pick and, and all that. That's a, that's a fantastic one. Um, and then, I, if I had to pick one more, in 16, I mean, that's too, again, it's sort of like we were just talking about, both teams were not very good, but it was just enjoyable to watch State run up and down the field on Ole Miss, and they could not stop them. I did not know at the time I was watching Hugh Freeze's last game as Ole Miss's head coach, but uh, had I known that, I would have I would have blown him a kiss goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I remember all those. Of course, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you do. I, I do, unfortunately. I I uh, also remember the uh, Artie Cosby. Oh. Uh, kick. I was there. I was in the other end zone, 1983. Yeah. I believe. So you had a good view of that, of that ball coming straight back to earth. I did. And, I, yeah. and what I remember um, in particular, Brian, was uh, at as the kick was approaching the goal, uh, the, the state fans present were standing in celebration. Yeah. And as it, it got blown back, they all sat down. The Ole Miss people stood up. It was like that is something that. Places. It, since it happened in 1983, we don't see it as much. If that happened in 2013 or in this era of social media, yeah. that clip would be played a, a five million times. You're exactly right about that. So, well, oh well, it should be a fun one. Uh, I'm heading to Oxford now. I'm heading to Oxford now. So let me y'all get ready That's for me right. up there. You, you got a remote up there, don't you? Yeah, we'll be up there today at Visit Oxford. Uh, cool. Sports Talk Mississippi, 3 o'clock. Have fun. Good luck with that. Uh, enjoy the game, as I will as well, and we'll see you what too. happens. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. You too as well, my friend. We'll talk soon. Right. Middays, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my 
my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 864-3752. Don't miss See Better, Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase a pair of select wiper blades. Our professional parts people will even install them for free. Plus, earn triple O rewards points. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better, Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Last week, with the signing of the $1.2 trillion Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, it included reauthorization of funds and the addition of new funds for the Mississippi Department of Transportation. Executive Director Brad White says that includes over $3 billion for five years. But we were already anticipating, based on the last five-year authorization, at least to, to about $2.6 billion of that. So we are getting a little extra money that will be put to good use, but all of this are funds that will be run through the existing programs and categories and the formulas that are used through Federal Highway to administer all of the dollars. And he was known as Rat Boy, but he's serving time under his real name, Derek Lewis. Lewis of Clinton will spend 110 months in federal prison for possession of meth with intent to distribute. He sold over 400 grams of 99% pure meth in the capital city area four different times. Lewis pled guilty in July. I'm Andy Davis. Mississippi's health care system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Ryan Wilson, veteran paramedic. In my role as a paramedic over the years, I've always appreciated the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance's respect for paramedics and the role we play in achieving optimal survival for patients in an emergency. Right now, paramedics are needed urgently statewide. With the comprehensive training programs offered at area community colleges, you can learn life-saving skills and so much more. Seasoned paramedics like me and newcomers find it very rewarding to help people in immediate need. If you want a job that's dynamic and highly valued in our healthcare system, I urge you to become a paramedic. There's never been a more critical time to become one of Mississippi's healthcare heroes. You too can make a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Feeling down? 
Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be at Carter Jewelers, I think, on Friday doing a remote out there. We've got Congressman and Michael Guest on the program tomorrow. We'll be back in the studio. And among others. And so it should be a good week. It's Thanksgiving week. The weather is uh, has cleared out. Little chilly, but sun is shining. Gonna warm up and then more rain moving through the area on Thursday, I believe. I don't think it's gonna be a washout at this point, right? Yeah, what I've seen, it doesn't seem like there's anything severe or even thunderstorms at this point, knock on wood, just a few little showers front. and a little front of rain coming through. Yeah, little front. And then it's gonna get chilly. Oh yeah. Like twenties? Is that right? Uh, for, for some parts of the state, yeah, especially the northern part of the state. Okay. All right, so after this verdict, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict on Friday, which we were just discussing, the left goes nuts. And once again, folks, everything is about race. Everything is about race for these people. Everything. I just think folks are sick of it. I am. Everything is not about race. You cannot explain every imbalance, every disparity with racism. Stop it. It's false. It's wrong. It's untrue. It's inaccurate. It's long in the tooth. It's exhausting. And it ain't working. But immediately, of course, consistent with their penchant for virtue signaling. Here are some reactions from Democrats, notable Democrats. Governor Gavin Newsom, you know him, he just survived a recall in the great state of California. He says, America today, you can break the law, carry around weapons built for military, shoot and kill people and get away with it. That's the message we've just sent to armed vigilantes across the nation. Now, does that not convey the concept, the idea that they're just people running around on the streets engaged in vigilantism with military weapons, just playing shoot 'em up? That's what that 
projects to me in the form of a message. I just don't think that's happening. I just don't. Now, conversely, you probably saw this, Rhino, for our audience. A Nordstrom's in suburban San Francisco is ransacked by what appeared to be a coordinated looting of this store in suburban San Francisco. I think 80 individuals? 60 to 80. Totally, look look to be totally coordinated. Just blow in, help themselves. They were all in vehicles on the road outside of the store. All the vehicles stopped in traffic blocking the road. They bailed out, ran in with ski masks and crowbars. Randall, they're assigned whatever they were going to grab, grabbed it, and they're running out in a few minutes. Back in the cars and running off. I believe an interview with the nearby, the manager of the nearby P.F. Chang said, we locked the doors. Oh, yeah, they they locked the front and the back doors, and then by the time the last ones were leaving, the cops were showing up. I think they nabbed two or three of them. Okay. Where is this fool Governor Newsom on that? This is in your damn backyard, dude. Where are you on that? You're crickets. I'm sure there's some some justification for that, some rationalization, as there always is. Well, it's social justice. They're entitled. It's reparations. And you wonder, is it connected to the Rittenhouse verdict, this ransacking of this Nordstrom's? But see... I think this is what's lost a lot in the conversation. We all pay for this. You go steal stuff from a store. It doesn't matter what the store is. You go loot it. You plunder it. We all absorb that cost. Law-abiding people pay the price for the crooks, for the thugs. Just simple as that. Sometimes they pay the price in the loss of their lives or the lives of their loved ones, such as what we witnessed in Waukesha last night. Governor J.B. Pritzker, the Democrat from Illinois, says, carrying a loaded gun into a community 20 miles from your home and shooting unarmed citizens is fundamentally wrong. It appears that the governor didn't pay attention to the facts of the case. I would agree. If you just try, it doesn't really matter where the hell you are. If you got a gun and you just for target practice or for grins shoot somebody with it, yeah, that's fundamentally wrong. But if your life is in danger because folks want to harm you, perhaps even kill you, chase you down, I think that's justified. This wasn't a victory for Kyle Rittenhouse. It was a victory for the Second Amendment. It was a victory for the right to protect oneself. I got into a bit of a discussion out there in social media on one of my favorite uh, left-wing sort of sites. I like to just hang out over there, see what's going on. Every now and then I'll, I'll weigh in. And so it's their view that if you're protecting 
your property, your assets. That's okay. But they didn't seem to get on board with the idea of, I don't know, protecting your life, your body. It's as if you can't do that. So if Rittenhouse had been, in, I guess, at his house and someone had broken in and put a gun to his head, he'd be justified in protection. But because he traveled and was elsewhere, it's like that's not justified. Pretty sure that's not the way our law works. Representative Adriano Espelet, a Democrat from New York, Kyle Rittenhouse is living proof that white tears can still forestall justice. A murderer is once again walking free today. Our system is terribly broken. So you got to ask the question, though, do you not? If this had been a black defendant, and had been convicted, same exact circumstances, what would the reaction be? Uh, What if the black uh, defendant had been acquitted? I feel like that has said, well, yeah, that's totally justified. But because, see, again, it's about race. It shouldn't be about race. Ever. Ever. Hmm. Dewan Tatro, senior advisor to the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, I do not believe that convictions equal justice, but I am convinced that the not guilty verdict constitutes a great injustice today. The American legal system is rooted in racism and functions to uphold white supremacy. Again, that's all you get out of this. It's just race, race, race. And we'll never, never truly address racism where it exists if we don't discern between when something is truly racist and when it's not. And Kyle Rittenhouse, in an interview with Tucker Carlson, says that he supports the Black Lives Matter movement. Colin Kaepernick. We just witnessed a system built on white supremacy validate the terroristic acts of a white supremacist. This only further validates the need to abolish our current system. White supremacy cannot be reformed. I don't know, man. It's... It, it, I just think it's unproductive. And I don't think it's really, you're not really achieving anything. You're, in fact, you're just fomenting division. You, you're, you're causing people to go into their corners and point fingers even more. And where's the president? We'll talk about what he said about the Rittenhouse jury. At first it seemed okay, but then he followed up and it's like, no, nope, you're wrong, Joe. We shall step aside here on Middays and come back with more. Don't forget, at 11.05, Pepper Crutcher, he's an attorney with Bosch and Bingham. He'll talk about the OSHA rules and the vaccine mandates and give us a breakdown of that and where we stand today. Stay with us, Middays. We'll be right back. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert. 
Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com, whatever mother name your dishes out, no drip roofing and construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt. Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was down 64 to 115.79. May cotton was down 68 to 114.10. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans were up 13 cents to 12.76 and a quarter per bushel. March soybeans were up 12 and a half to 12.87 and a half per bushel. December corn was up four and a quarter to 5.75 per bushel. March corn was up a nickel to 5.82 per bushel. At the Mercantile, February live cattle was up 77 to 138.47. April live cattle was up 47 to 141.80. January feeders down 10 cents to 160.82. March feeders down 7 cents to 163.30. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 251 points, 35,853. I'm Nixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, I know it's Metal Mondays, but please find the original version of that and play it for me so you can erase that terrible version out of my head. <laughs> it actually is a good song. I want to say it was number one in, I don't know, 82 or something like that. George Michael and Wham. All right, so Representative Cori Bush, you know who she is. I think she's a newly minted member of the squad. She says, the judge, the jury, the defendant, it's white supremacy in action. This system isn't built to hold white supremacists accountable. It's why black and brown folks are brutalized and put in cages. While white supremacist murderers walk free. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm heartbroken. Joe Biden, by the way, says that the... Jury system works, and we have to abide by it. But then later on, he comes out and he says, this verdict in the trial will, quote, leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned. Why? I think clear thinking, rational, law-abiding believers in the law, the Second Amendment, and the fundamental of all rights to protect your person found that this verdict was refreshing and a confirmation that our justice system is, for the most part, right and gets it right. But, Rhino, you you just shared with me a report to rebut what Cory Bush said about the, it's all white supremacy in action and we've got to just tear down our justice system, what would you find? Yeah, because there there's two main talking points. The one talking point is that a black person in America can't get a fair trial. They can't get a fair shake. The, the judicial system's stacked against them. And the second narrative is that the judicial system is always in favor of police officers. Police officers can do no wrong, and they're protected by the law. Except, apparently, in Florida, on Friday, an hour after the Rittenhouse verdict, Andrew Coffey IV, a black man, was found not guilty on five counts of murder and attempted murder. The story is, the police showed up, broke down his door, threw a flashbang in, and he thought he was under attack. So he returns fire, not knowing that it's the police. In the crossfire, his girlfriend died. They charged him with her murder and attempted murder on the police officers. He was found not guilty on all five charges of murder and attempted murder, except he was found guilty on one charge of felon in possession of a firearm, which, if I'm not mistaken, that's gun control. That's, that's the Democrats' plaything. So why isn't that a subject? Of, of discussion in the left-wing media. 
because it doesn't fit the two narratives of a black man can't get a fair shake in a trial and the trial judge is always on the side of the police. Representative Ayanna Presley, a card-carrying member of the squad, says racism and white supremacy remain the bedrock of our legal system. Yet the story you just shared totally, totally refutes that. My heart, she goes on to say, my heart breaks for the family and loved ones of those whose lives were stolen and the trauma our communities face today and every day. You know, I think this is another situation that calls for discernment. I don't think Kyle Rittenhouse loading up with his gun and going into the the chaos was a smart thing to do. I don't. But you're not on trial, and there are no laws against being dumb and not being smart. On the other hand, I do believe that he acted totally in self-defense. I mean, it's, it's just crystal clear. I don't see how any clear-eyed person could disagree with that. So it's another situation that those two can coexist. Yeah, it probably wasn't very smart for him to load up and put his gun on and uh, on his shoulder and, and take off into the chaos. But he acted in self-defense. That's that's no that that uh, is no reason just because he was there. Because that's the that's the narrative they're trying to promote. He shouldn't have gone twenty miles away, and he had a an assault rifle and all this stuff. Doesn't matter. Just that's that should not be a factor in the the verdict, and it wasn't at the end of the day, which I think is why they reached the right verdict. But Nicole Hannah-Jones in this country, you can even kill white people and get away with it. Those white people are fighting for black lives. See, that's what this is all about. This is the legacy of 1619 since sanity. Wow. Unbelievable. The uh, Such a gap in what uh, people think about this thing. It's incredible. We're going to take a break right here for Super Talk News and Fox News, and we'll return with Pepper Crutcher. He's an attorney with Balsh and Bingham. We're going to talk about the uh, OSHA rules of vaccine mandates. I think the federal goes into effect today, the deadline. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Pam Huso. A bombshell report by a New York State Assembly panel finds former Governor Andrew Cuomo engaged in multiple instances of sexual harassment. He has denied the allegations. The report also finds he wasn't fully transparent on the number of COVID-19 nursing home deaths. In Waukesha, Wisconsin. We could hear the screaming and uh, he was coming towards us. Yesterday, during a Christmas parade, an SUV barreled into the crowd, killing five and injuring about 40 others. Law enforcement sources tell Fox News the man in custody and being questioned in connection with the incident at the Waukesha Holiday Parade Sunday is 39-year-old Daryl E. Brooks. Police have not said what charges he could face. Fox's Evan Brown. Brooks has an extensive criminal history. America's listening to Fox News. 
Oh, what are the kids singing about? You know that game Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Ugh. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi's COVID-19 state of emergency is officially over. Governor Tate Reeves allowed the order to expire at 11.59 p.m. Saturday because the number of vaccinated people has increased and the COVID-related hospitalizations are declining. The order was put into effect on March 14, 2020, shortly after the state's first coronavirus case was reported. And today is the deadline for President Biden's federal employee mandate. And the White House says more than 90 percent have received at least one dose. Another 5 percent are in compliance by having a valid exception of extension request. So 95 percent of the federal workforce is in compliance. The vaccine or test mandate for businesses with over 100 workers had a January 4th deadline, but it's currently paused by a federal appeals court. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. The annual Egg Bowl is the only televised college football game scheduled for Thursday night, and it's gearing up to be a heated matchup. This past Saturday, Ole Miss defeated Vandy 31-17, and Mississippi State beat Tennessee State 55-10. Going into Thursday night's game, the Rebs are 9-2. That's 5-2 in conference play, and Mississippi State is 7-4, 4-3 in conference play. In 2020, Ole Miss defeated Mississippi State 31-24. The Egg Bowl kicks off at 6.30 in Starkville on ESPN. And get ready to pay more for certain items this holiday season. Carly Shimkus with Fox has the story. The U.S. Farm Bureau survey shows the average cost of a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, it's up 14% this year, but it doesn't stop there. You can expect to pay between 10% and 30% more for your Christmas tree, real or artificial, with a smaller selection to choose from. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. 
Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. As you give thanks this holiday season, remember those whose hard work helped make your gathering possible. From the roof over your head to the food on your table like the turkey, sweet potato casserole, cream corn, and delicious pecan pie. Our Mississippi farmers deserve a collective thank you. May God bless our farmers across the state with a bountiful harvest and your family this holiday season. This message is brought to you by the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation and Farm Families of Mississippi. To Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. We're back with you here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this Monday, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Joining us now, Pepper Crutcher, attorney, old friend, Balsh and Bingham. Morning, Pepper. How are you today, sir? Good morning. I'm in the promised land of Lafayette County, Mississippi. Couldn't be better. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you going to stick around there for the uh, for in Oxford for the game? You going to go over to Starkville? I am sticking around in Oxford because I've got family flying in from all over, including Southern California. So we're all going to rendezvous here. Awesome, awesome. All right. So wanted to have you on to talk about the status of these uh, vaccine mandates and the OSHA rules. So catch us up a little bit. The president issues this uh, order. Uh, for all federal, the federal workforce, for contractors to the federal government, and, and then the second part of the rule mandating that employers with more than 100 employees uh, must have all of their employees vaccinated. If they don't, they face fairly stiff fines. Uh, but then there's lots of lawsuits that are dropped. This thing, uh, I guess, gets litigated. Uh, this The uh, Fifth Circuit, I believe, rules that the uh, the mandate uh, a stay I should say on the mandate you can explain to us what that means from a legal perspective and then there's a lottery and the sixth circuit I believe uh, is drawn from the lottery to be the venue for all cases future cases pertaining to this matter this is complicated where the hell are we now we're all over the place. Depending on how you count it, the president and his agencies have issued either six or seven so-called COVID vaccine mandates. Uh, It's six if you count the federal employee uh, mandate as one. It's seven if you count it as two because the military part of it is being administered through chain of command. Gotcha. Um, There are actually two OSHA rules. I call it the double mint rule, two, two, two rules in one. There are actually two OSHA rules that are in issue right now out of a total of three OSHA rules. Because you remember, 
that OSHA issued the healthcare facility rule last summer. Yeah. So the two OSHA rules that are in effect right now are the emergency temporary standard, which is was in effect in the Fifth Circuit enjoined. Okay. But little known even to lawyers is that in the same Federal Register publication of November 4th, 5th, when OSHA issued that ETS, they also issued it as an Administrative Procedure Act interim final rule, which has to wait 30 days before it goes into effect. So here's what I would do if I were OSHA. I'm now in the Sixth Circuit. I've got a brief to the Sixth Circuit due November 5th. I'd write a brief saying, you know what? We've said we're not going to enforce this emergency temporary standard, and we're not. In fact, we're going to take it down. Case is over. Everything is moved. And then I would do what the administration did with the uh, CDC eviction moratorium. I would, on the December 6th Federal Register page, say the interim final rule will into effect, and maybe with a change here or a change there, but pretty much the same as the ETS. And that would start the whole legal process over again. Huh. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, I hear you. That uh, it's kind of a novel approach. Not sure what OSHA is going to do about that. But these lawsuits are starting to pile up now, are they not? Given that the OSHA rules have been promulgated, it's what two and a half, three inches thick uh, document uh, to, that contains all the rules. Uh, the lawsuits are coming out of the woodwork now. Is that true? Yes. In fact, Saturday, the latest thing of note happened uh, on this, these uh, Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services rule. Okay. Uh, and that happened in the Northern District of Florida, where the petitioners had asked for a preliminary injunction barring enforcement of that rule. The court denied it, and for appeal purposes, that works for a final order. So now we'll have a, an appeal going up to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in Atlanta. The OSHA ETS rule is before the 6th Circuit Court of Appeals which is in Cincinnati, and it got there because of a multi-circuit lottery following the ruling of the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans. Okay. All right, so... Uh, the things that are not making news right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it happens on a Saturday, which seems kind of weird. Please explain to those of us who are legal neophytes what the difference is between an injunction and a stay. Are they, are they the same? Are they synonymous, or is there some legal difference? There, there are several categories within those branches of equitable relief. So you can have a temporary stay, which is typically given just until the next stage or an argument about something. Or you can have an injunction, which lasts for the entire remainder of litigation. What the Fifth Circuit issued is an injunction telling OSHA, you may not enforce this emergency temporary standards pending the conclusion of this litigation. And OSHA responded by publishing on its website a notice that it would obey that order and would not enforce the emergency temporary standard pending the conclusion of litigation. The case was then transferred by lottery to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals in Cincinnati, where it was consolidated with all other cases of a similar sort. Okay. All right, got you. All right, now i got to ask you this. So Governor DeSantis seems to be kind of taking the lead amongst governors uh, that that are right Republican governors in particular that oppose the mandates and have voiced their and expressed their concerns about that. He's taking the lead, I believe, by signing a bill into law, if I'm not mistaken, that prohibits a private employer for mandating vaccinations of its employees. 
First, is that is that true? Did I get that right? And secondly, do you think that survives a legal test? Well, that's also my understanding of what has happened. And the, the reason you would do that if you're a governor opposing any of these mandates is to make as strong as possible your argument for the federalism case. That is, this is a matter traditionally within the powers of the state. The federal government has no plenary police power that enables it to do things like this. Uh, we have exercised our authority to the contrary. Therefore, you should defer to us. That's that's as strong as you can make the argument. But the general rule is that if Congress has delegated its authority, particularly interstate commerce authority, mm-hmm. to regulate in a particular area, that regulation overrides all state legislation, all state rules. So you, being the governor of Florida, could make this argument as strongly as you can possibly make it, and you could still lose. The problem for OSHA is that the Fifth Circuit has said, we don't think the statute gives you this authority. And if it, if you're right, if it does, the statute itself may be unconstitutional as an, an excess delegation of legislative power by Congress. Hmm. So who might then uh, throw a lawsuit, I guess, at the state of Florida? Would it be the Department of Justice, the federal government? Might they sue the state of Florida based on this action by the governor? Very, very likely very likely, they wouldn't sue Florida. They would just say in their briefs and the pending cases, this has no effect because federal law issued pursuant, federal regulations issued pursuant to a law in which Congress is regulating interstate commerce, Trump, that is, not to use a pun, <laughs> override contrary state laws. So it can sit on the books of Florida all they want, but they can't enforce it. I see. Interesting. Do you feel like this thing is ultimately going to end up in the Supreme Court of the United States? Uh, yes. Um, and it, it, But it wouldn't surprise me if we've got several more rounds to go. So I, I have lots of friends uh, who are expecting that the Sixth Circuit will rule quickly in early December, uh, and it will go straight from there to the Supreme Court where we will get a ruling before the January 4th deadline for people to undergo discipline if they don't either mask up and be tested or slash get vaccinated. Um, I suspect that what will happen is OSHA will take down the ETS. OSHA will promulgate the rule as a final rule under the Administrative Procedure Act. OSHA will argue to the Sixth Circuit that the ETS cases are all moot for that reason, and the Sixth Circuit might well agree. Courts have a long tradition of not reaching out to decide disputes that they don't have to decide in order to resolve a case. That might work, and OSHA might do it for that reason. Yeah. Well, you know, when we talked uh, to your partner, Lucian, a couple of weeks ago about this, he, he had informed us about this grave danger legal standard, which uh, I, I think is required, if I'm not mistaken, to enable the president to issue an executive order. we got about a minute left. Is, is that what the Supreme Court is, is going to, I guess, factor into its decision? That's one of the many issues that has been raised and challenges of the OSHA emergency temporary standard. OSHA gets to regulate as an emergency standard 
outside the administration okay. act only if they show that there is a grave danger to worker safety that must be addressed before they can complete the lengthy process under the administrative procedure act. i got you and questions have been raised about what what is the grave danger for example why is there a danger to employees only in large workplaces not in small workplaces yeah. etc gotcha pepper appreciate you coming on my man thanks a lot we'll talk to you soon have a good holiday happy to do it we'll be you back do. with more midday stay with us You could hardly rub two nickels together, but you got married anyway. Because love can't wait. She believed in you when no one else would. Brings joy into your life like only she could. Today, she is your only need. I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. This Christmas, tell her with a gift of something truly precious from Jennifer Jewelry Company. We are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with more ways to say I love you this Christmas than any place else. Ten times the selection of average jewelry stores. From case after case of designer gold, gorgeous colored gemstones, couture pieces, and our famous estate collections. To diamond classics like Jennifer's diamond stud earrings, diamond bracelets, and pendants. Maybe it's that larger, too. Three or four carat diamonds she's always dreamed of. It's right here, right now, this Christmas at Junikers. Because love can't wait. Juniker Jewelry Company, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invites you to our holiday open house, Saturday, November 20th, and our Christmas by the Candlelight Tour on December 3rd. These events are open to the public and holiday Trains begin running on December 1st. Bring the whole family and enjoy these events. While visiting, take a tour of Mississippi history through our two museums located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Come enjoy the holiday fun at two Mississippi museums. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. Right. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. 
back with you here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So, we're talking about... there's a conspiracy. What's that? You know, around the holidays, you have these websites, these travel companies or whatever that come out with these maps for all these different states' favorite whatevers. Yeah. And, of course, being Thanksgiving week, you got the maps going around with the state's favorite Thanksgiving dish or Thanksgiving side. Or I, I believe there's a conspiracy by these websites to make maps that are intentionally wrong just to get people talking about them. Uh, because the map for the most popular Thanksgiving side has the Magnolia State's most popular Thanksgiving side being baked sweet potatoes. Yeah, I'm not sure that's the case. Do you? I mean, I know we love our sweet potatoes, but I'm pretty sure it's it would be sweet potato casserole before anything. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm not. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't know about that. But they've also got other weird ones like uh, Arkansas's most popular Thanksgiving side: white gravy. Really? Oh uh, so yeah, I believe there's a conspiracy that they just make these wrong maps to get people talking about them. Yeah, I'm not sure that uh, white gravy. Hmm. I don't know. Somebody from Arkansas that maybe tunes in could enlighten us on that one. Interesting. Speaking of states, what about Alaska? Were you aware that the sun ain't coming out in the most north northeastern town? I can't even pronounce it. U-T-Q-I-A-G-V-I-K. You care to pronounce that? And there's a dot on top of the G. What does that mean? Hmm. Utkijivik. Yeah. Well, the sun is uh, set there. And say it for me. Utkijivik. 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 Oh, yeah. It's an I and an A. Okay. Utkijivik. Did I say that right? I think that's right. Okay. I'm buying that. It used to be known as Barrow until Ah. 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. And they renamed it to the... Local Inuit term. Okay. Well, the sun is set. Last week, November the 18th at 1.37 p.m. It ain't coming out again until January 22nd, 2022. You know, it's way the hell up there. And it's uh, sort of hidden from the sun as the earth tilts on its axis. Um, daylight will see, Days will start getting a little longer in January after the 22nd. But for the next 65 days or so, no sun. But then, you know, it reverses in the summer. It's oh, like yeah. no night for a while. Yeah, back in high school, I took a trip with the youth group up to Calgary in Alberta, in Canada. And it's nor- it's far enough north to where we were outside with, with the kids from the local church playing soccer and stuff. And we were trying to figure out, why are we so wore out? And then we look at the clock, and it's like, it's 9.15 at night, and the sun's still right there in the sky. <laughs> it's like 4 o'clock in the No afternoon. wonder we're wore out. <laughs> We've been doing this for eight hours, thinking, okay, the sun will go down eventually. We'll quit. You know, the same is true, not obviously to that extreme, but even in the state of Washington and Oregon, the days are 10 o'clock at night. I love it, honestly. But 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you're sitting in your office. I've worked there for a, a good bit. Up in Portland, you're sitting in your office, and my gosh, you think you it's time to go. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's dark. 
That, along with a dead gum rain that uh, falls, it seems like, every day, except for a couple of months in the summer. We need to play the old um, Simon and Garfunkel, Hello, Darkness, My Old Friend, <laughs> Sounds of Silence, uh, to commemorate the, uh, <laughs> the setting of the sun for 65 days. Also, you know, I'd love to read about the future. Scientists are proposing jump-starting Mars magnetic field to make it habitable. <laughs> that apparently this magnetic field is necessary to keep the sun from, if we were to inhabit Mars, which is closer to the sun, to make it habitable. Otherwise, uh, you just kind of turned into human flesh liquid. <laughs> well, it's the solar wind. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not an astrophysicist, but the way it works is the magnetic field keeps the atmosphere on the skin of the planet. That's right. And without that, the solar winds would blow the atmosphere away, making it impossible to terraform. That's exactly right. A- excellent analysis. So what they're proposing, I don't know why, but some folks want to figure out a way to go live on Mars. They uh, they want to restart the iron core. <laughs> I don't really get all this, but there's something about creating that magnetic field, and they're looking at different ways to pull it off, how to, how to accomplish that to get this magnetic field established. And they think it's going to take, not surprising, some nuclear power to get that done. (laughs) So uh, Elon Musk, of course, has an interest in this. You know, he'll likely figure something out here. If not, he may get to a point, you know, he may not live long enough to to solve this problem. Well, being completely cynical, but uh, it's it's not like... um there's any land still on Earth that's unclaimed, but there's a whole bunch up there on Mars. Very true. Absolutely very true. So I think it's good to dream about stuff like that. And you know what happens is when you're trying to figure out how to solve that problem, inevitably all sorts of other valuable innovations. Oh, yeah. Just look at what all we got from the space race. No question about it. So Anything from Velcro to Tang to microprocessing. Absolutely all true. Lots of stuff. So it's, it's, the, um, it's the journey that produces so much, so many byproducts that are of value. So something else that caught my attention uh, in, in reading over the weekend is that an increasing number of Americans say they are not likely to have children. Forty-four percent of current non-parents between the ages of 18 and 49, according to a survey, say they're not likely to have children. That's up from 37 percent just three years ago. A 12 percent essentially a 33% increase from 2018 to present day of those who say no interest in having children. And, you know, the the economic ramifications of this are that we got fewer workers. And 
I know it's uh, don't like to think about this, but it, it's fewer people paying into these programs that are pay-as-you-go programs. And while it's not a one to it's not one to one analogous, but we can look to an ally for what it could do to our future economically. Because you look at Japan, Japan. in the Asian market, they've seen a precipitous decline in youth getting married, young couples having children, young couples having more than one child if they even have children. Like it, there's a there's a decline in the fertility rate. There's a decline in the population. And they're seeing it impact more and more workers because there's already an unhealthy work atmosphere in Japan where people will show up at 6 in the morning and work till 10 at night. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to have a social life if you're doing that. But if you're also having a population decline, you're seeing more and more companies requiring that instead of it being just a way to brown nose. So it just it exacerbates itself. It's uh, It is a problem in Japan for sure. And it, it has been building for quite some time, but evidently there, it's now becoming a concern here. And so uh, what I mean by the pay-as-you-go program, Social Security and Medicare fully rely on workers paying in to fund present-day recipient benefits. Uh, it's just the design of the program from 1935, Social Security, 65, and uh, Medicaid, actually, and, and uh, Medicare, so where all that came from. It's just a pay-as-you-go program. So money coming in from those that are working and money going out to those who are retired and receiving benefits. And we already have a, a mathematical problem with that. But that's this news puts additional pressure on uh, the economic stability of those programs. When we come back, going to talk a little bit about the Build Back Better also known as the Build Back Broke program. Talk a little bit about that, some things you may not be aware of, such as this family leave. Actually, it's I think it's just paid leave, it's not family leave. It's described as paid leave and what that means. Stick around. We'll come right back on Midday. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 62. Tonight, clear and cold, low around 34. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 61. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 39. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 67. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gotta go rentals.com. 
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We're located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Calloway's fresh-cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi's COVID-19 state of emergency is officially over. Governor Tate Reeves allowed the order to expire at 11.59 p.m. Saturday because the number of vaccinated people has increased and the COVID-related hospitalizations are declining. The order was put into effect on March 14, 2020, shortly after the state's first coronavirus case was reported. And today is the deadline for President Biden's federal employee mandate. And the White House says more than 90 percent have received at least one dose. Another 5 percent are in compliance by having a valid exception of extension request. So 95 percent of the federal workforce is in compliance. The vaccine or test mandate for businesses with over 100 workers had a January 4th deadline, but it's currently paused by a federal appeals court. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. for joining us on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so one of the provisions in this Build Back Broke program is uh, paid family and medical leave is what it is described as. This is a um, this is in the House bill that passed on Friday. And it provides for four weeks or 20 working days of paid leave benefits for either providing or receiving care, is the way it is termed. A care for a newborn or newly placed adopted or foster child, a loved one, serious health condition, which could all be, also be used to care for a wounded service member, or the worker's own serious health condition. So... The way this would work is it's a it's a giant federal benefit that's going to be administered by the Social Security Administration. That's where this is going to come from. And it it pays it's a sliding scale. Uh a low wage worker, say two hundred and ninety dollars is is what is cited as the typical example, two hundred and ninety dollars in average weekly wages. They would receive 90% of their typical wages, and a worker with moving up to scale with, with average, so-called average wages, which means it's kind of in line with uh, nationwide per capita incomes, would receive about two-thirds of their typical wages, and higher wage workers would receive less. So it's kind of a means-tested deal. Benefits are capped at 814 a week, or 32 Hundred and fifty-six dollars for all four weeks. So, this is a benefit that would be available to any worker, and um, it is not anything that is paid for by the worker or the employer of the worker. No, it's paid for by taxes on corporations, um, taxes on the wealthy. And by hiring 87,000 IRS agents that the Biden administration says are going to target the rich people who are evading taxes, which which is fraud. Not avoiding taxes, evading taxes. I think they're crazy 
in their estimate that there's $400 billion of tax evasion over 10 years. The CBO came out and said it's $120 billion. I think it's more like zero to 50 at best over 10 years. I'm just not buying it. The problem with legislation like this, this benefit, I want to say, goes into effect in four years, if I'm not mistaken. They're, they game these things up, this bill up, as we've talked about, where they put these start and stop dates on these these welfare programs, these giveaways, and we all know they become permanent. But that's how they score them, and that's how they take the victory laps. Look, look, it's paid for, which is a ruse unto itself because paid for? You mean the people who are paying the taxes that fund all this? You don't take that in, into consideration because they're they're not <laughs> they're not considered. I guess, a tax casualty in this case. They're just paying their fair share. So it's just so duplicitous. But none, uh, nonetheless, this, this is uh, expected to affect an estimated 18.5 million workers annually that would participate and take advantage of this program. Now, no way there would be any any defrauding, right? Now, I'm sure that... Every worker that shows up and says, "I got to take care of a, of, a, of a sick family member," I'm quite sure that every single case would be totally 100 percent on the up and up, verifiable, accurate, honest. This is a program that's going to be so rife with fraud. This may be the biggest of all time, in my opinion. And again, administered by Social Security. That's who's going to, that's, that's where you will apply. That is who Social Security will sign off on these benefits. And you'll say goodbye to your employer for four weeks and receive this money. We have a labor shortage now. What the heck's this going to do to it? So, so, by the way, the Democrats wanted 12 weeks, they got four. Joe Manchin has signaled that he, over in the Senate, that's where this thing's headed, he signaled that he is in favor of some form of leave, paid leave, but he thinks the employee and employer ought to have some skin in the game and pay into it, um, similar to the way Social Security and Medicare works. But the Democrats don't want that. They just want to shake down corporations and so-called wealthy in society does that sound fair, though? They talk about you've got to pay your fair share. Is it fair that that um, corporations should be taxed simply to pay for the leave of American workers? Because that's what this is. Is it the is it the the rightful function and and responsibility of government? To be in the paid leave business, that's another question that comes to mind. Now, there are a lot of private companies that have these benefits. So what this program is going to do is reimburse them. So if you're a company that has an existing paid leave program in place and your employees, and the same for states, there are some states that have these paid leave programs in place, and the federal government's going to pick the tab up by taxing the ever-loving snot out of people. There's another very, very complicated provision you, you might want to be aware of that won't affect, I suspect, most people, 
that are listening, but it could, and it and it has to do with the tr- the tax treatment and the required minimum distributions, what's called RMD from IRAs and uh, and Roth IRAs, and there's all kinds of complex. So this is where we get into the can't. Gosh, can't we just do a one page form and put your income on there and pay some taxes? When you look at how complicated the tax rules are. Um, involving IRAs and retirement accounts, it's brutally complicated. And so the bottom line is here, if, if you've got an IRA or a Roth retirement account that has more than $10 million of value in it, you have to, in accordance with this bill, should it pass, those who have such accounts, they've got to withdraw at least 50% of the excess if it's a $20 million account, they've got to withdraw 100% of the excess over $20 million. Now, in a Roth IRA, the withdrawals are not taxable to the person who owns the IRA. In a standard IRA, they are, because their tax, the contributions are pre-tax, tax-free. But what they're trying to do is get that those people that have these big accounts, wealthy people, to take the money out of those IRAs and go invest it elsewhere and liquidate it in such a way that it would be taxable, it's it's kind of a workaround to the unrealized gain proposal. And I know we're getting a little wonky tax-wise. I'm just telling you that's what's in this bill. The idea is those provisions they have scored are going to generate all kinds of tax revenue to pay for all this welfare. And it's all speculative. That's the problem. They put these 10-year plans in place and score them and say, look, it's paid for, won't add to the deficit. You can't predict 10 years of corporate profits, but that's what they're doing here. This is why in the private sector, a public company, they give guidance for a quarter, maybe a year, because beyond that, all bets are off. So what they're saying here is, no, we're essentially predicting 10 years how many times have we heard Joe Biden say there are 50 corporations that had that produce $40 billion of income that pay zero taxes? The primary reason they pay zero taxes, and by the way, the $40 billion of income is their book income. They get deductions and credits for tax purposes that, that essentially uh, allow them to have zero tax liability. It's mostly research and development. Those are their credits for that. And, and then there, there are also some uh, goofy clean energy credits that goes into it. It's their own stuff. And then there's accelerated depreciation where if they buy capital equipment, they can expense the entire investment in that year and not spread it. So, I, And I apologize for getting a little technical here, but that's what's in this 2,500-page bill. And I know people want... Those who vote on these things, these large pieces of legislation, to read them and understand them, that's what's in them. That's just some of the provisions that are in them. And it's all speculative to that, oh, if we just change this tax code and that piece and that provision, that's going to generate all this money, and we're just going to give it away over here in the form of child tax credits and family leave and universal pre-K and, oh, there's also amnesty. We got to talk about that as well. We'll step aside right here for a break. We got another segment, Super Talk Outdoors, comes your way after the noon break. Stay with us.
Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841-957-3841 now. Watkins Construction and Roofing, they are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233, or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. This is a midday agri-market report. The EPA has finalized its biological evaluations on glyphosate, atrazine, and cymosine, finding all three herbicides are, quote, likely to adversely affect certain species listed under the Endangered Species Act and their designated critical habitats. The agency released a biological evaluation stating in the news release that these evaluations encompass all registered uses and approved product labels for pesticide products containing these three herbicides. The EPA said the likely to adversely affect determination means the agency reasonably expects that at least one individual animal or plant among a variety of listed species may be exposed to the pesticide at a sufficient level to have an effect. This is a process that all pesticides must now go through as required by the endangered species. Act. These chemicals are among the first ag pesticides to undergo these evaluations. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Because the challenges you face are getting bigger every year, BASF is committed to helping with more than boots on the ground. We're committed to boots in the mud, boots on the steps of your truck, your tractor, your combine, the linoleum tiles of your coffee shop, the concrete of your co-op, the gravel in your shed. So we can listen, learn firsthand, help right now to ensure success. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on earth. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks so much for joining us on Middays. We appreciate you tuning in, as always. Bo in Indianola, so I'm self-employed. Can I tell myself I'm not going to work the month? Draw check. Geno fraud going to happen there. Yeah, and this does apply uh, to self-employed individuals as as well. Uh, Also had a, uh, let's see, yeah, a question on the ceasefire text line. So y'all are saying workers get an extra four somewhat paid vacation weeks with a new FMLA. And, yeah, and I, and I know the listener said I was being sarcastic, just kidding, word for us blue-collar workers and rest of middle class. Worse, excuse me, worse for us blue. I agree. So the, the difference is the present Family and Medical Leave Act, which was passed in 1993, it, it doesn't provide paid leave. It simply requires that employers have to have to um, make available leave and protect their job, uh, an employee's job, if they take such a leave. That's been around since 93. This is paid leave. This is a benefit. You sign up, you go to Social Security, your employer say, look, I got to stay home, I got a kid, I got to take care of a loved one. Um, I, I, or myself for health reasons, and you just take off. And it doesn't have to be four contiguous weeks in a year. It's just four weeks. And you get paid, and it's you know it's not totally wage replacement for workers. And it, as we talked about, it's a sliding scale, but it is for quite a bit. So anyhow, again, it's just a question of – it's not a question of is that a good idea. It's a question of is that something government ought to be doing. That's That's the question. And is it, it does it make sense that we're gonna we're gonna put this giant welfare program in because this is what it is it's just welfare we're gonna put that in place and expect that these tax provisions um, such as eliminating credits for research and development and and uh, tempering the immediate expensing of capital investments by businesses. And the um, IRA required minimum withdrawals that we talked about um, for IRAs and Roth IRAs, to traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs. Is all that going to produce the taxes to cover this? That's the question. And it's all based on 10-year projections. I, I know in raising money as a business person and going to the investment community, they always wanted five years of pro formas. And it's like, shoot, we... This is the best I can do with the information I have, but it's just a guess. It's an estimate, and it's based on, you know, it's a, it's an educated guess, you should say, but certainly in an industry like mine, the IT industry, hell, what we're going to be selling in five years, they hadn't even invented yet. We just, we expect, based on past, that somebody's going to invent something that we're going to sell and make money off of, but... But getting it down to the granular dollar level five years out, which is what 
the U.S. Congress does, except it's 10 years. Oh, well, geez, it didn't produce quite as much money from the tax revenue perspective as we thought. Oh, you know, that welfare program is twice as big as what we thought. That's what happens. That's how we got $30 trillion of debt. It's exactly what happens. And that just never gets talked about. It's just unbelievable. Um, when should I expect my W-2 for working the Walmart self-checkout? <laughs> Louie from the 662. I hear you, Louie. I, I actually I, I, I take a different slant on that. I enjoy the self-checkout. I use it every time I can. Uh, I think we're headed to a, a period where it will all be – well, not only will it be self-checkout, you won't even scan stuff. I mean, that's already happening. And, and um, what's the group that uh, Amazon bought? Not oh, yeah. The, uh, Whole Foods, I think, Whole Foods, has, a, yeah, has a couple stores out on the West Coast where you walk in and it pings your phone to find your information, your account info or whatever, or your, your card you've got on your phone or whatever. And then yeah. you go around the store and it's got tracking on everything. So you pick it up and put it in your buggy and then bag it up and walk out and it charges your card for what you took. Yeah. I mean, so uh, honestly, Louie, the, the, the other way to look at this is – if there weren't any such thing as self-checkout, the cost of everything you buy would be more expensive because that's a more expensive proposition uh, for the retailer in that case. So I, I welcome anything like that. You know, in the state of New Jersey, I think this is still true, Rhino, no self-service uh, gas. Pretty sure. Union stuff. I, I know when I worked up there, it was that way. I'm pretty sure that's still the case. Tell us real quick before we go about the dollars all over the Oh, yeah, the you might have seen the video out of San Diego over the weekend of hundreds and twenties flying all over the interstate and people running around picking them up. Well, that's against the law, and the FBI is involved, and everybody that stopped to pick up cash is being urged by the authorities to turn it in, or they're going to find you. <laughs> Unbelievable. We thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be back in the studio again tomorrow. Will Rhino and I, Super Talk Outdoors, coming up next. Until then, stay safe and God bless, everyone. Mississippi Media Production.